0: Your mental health matters. Find out why on Mind Matters with George Hi, this is Dr. Josh Keram from Idrak, and welcome to Mind Matters Today, I would like to talk about eating disorders And in fact, I was reminded of that by watching season four of The Crown, which I highly recommend if you have not seen it yet and in that uh, season I was reminded that Princess Diana, in fact, suffered from bulimia, which uh, led me to talk about that uh, today. So eating disorders are a range of psychological conditions that can cause unhealthy eating habits to develop. They might start with an obsession with food or an obsession with body weight or body shape. Now uh, in severe cases, eating disorders can really cause serious health consequences and unfortunately they can even... Uh, lead to death. But let's talk about this and talk about this uh, specific types of uh, eating disorders. Before we do so, the most common uh, types in fact occur in uh, women and especially in young adolescents. So even though they can occur in men and uh, women, but most frequently, we see them being developed in uh, young women in their teenage years. And some statistics have in fact said that 13% of youth may experience at least one eating disorder by the age of 20. Now what causes eating disorders and there are several theories of uh, what causes uh, eating disorders but one of them is genetics and we know that from twin adoption studies and that means that when you have twins that once they are born they are separated and each twin is raised by a different family and if we find that one twin has an eating disorder the chance of the second twin that did not grow up in the same environment the chance of him or her having an eating disorder is much higher than the general population. And that's how we know that eating disorders can be genetic by nature and it has nothing to do with the way that the child was raised. A second cause for eating disorders can be your personality. And now we know that some personality traits are more at risk of developing eating disorders. So for example, if you are an impulsive in terms of personality or if you are perfectionistic in terms of your personality, then you are at higher chance of developing anything uh, disorder. The third cause, which might be obvious, is in fact uh, society pressure. In the last hundred years, the uh, perception of beauty has been shifted more towards uh, being thin. If you look at paintings, let's say, from the Middle Ages or the Renaissance, you see that beauty and women, for example, were uh, overweight women. But in the last hundred years, that has shifted, and now beauty is considered uh, related to thinness. So the pressure that society is putting on us and the pressure that social media is putting on us, unfortunately, is pushing some people to develop eating disorders. And the last theory of why we develop an eating disorder probably has to do with the brain chemistry and the brain structure itself. So now we know that certain levels of hormones, especially serotonin and dopamine, if these two hormones are not well secreted in our brain, we are at chance of developing an eating disorder. The eating disorders, I'm going to talk quickly about the most common ones. So I will talk about the five most common eating disorders that we have. And here I will start with the first one, which is anorexia nervosa. It generally develops during adolescence or young adulthood, and it tends to affect more women than men, as I mentioned earlier. Now people with anorexia generally view themselves as overweight, even if they are dangerously underweight and they tend to constantly monitor their weight, avoid eating certain types of food and severely restrict their calories. And in fact, these people, they can also uh, engage in heavy, heavy uh, exercising in order to lose weight in dieting and fasting. And the weight that they lose, you know, it can be to a degree where it becomes damaging to their body. And over time, individuals with anorexia nervosa may experience the thinning of their bones and they start having fractures. Uh, They develop infertility, brittle hair and nails, and they start having a growth of a layer of fine hair all over their body. And if left untreated, really in the severe cases, it can result in heart failure, brain failure or any other organ failure. Now, the second one uh, or the second most common one would be bulimia nervosa. And uh, like anorexia, bulimia tends to develop also during adolescence and early adulthoods and also tends to affect women more than men. Now, people with bulimia frequently eat unusually large amounts of food in a specific period of time, and we call that binging. And each binge eating usually continues until the person becomes painfully full. And during the binge the person uh, feels that they do not have the control and they cannot control themselves in stopping and they keep on eating 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 until really they feel uh, extra full and it hurts and that's why they are forced to stop now once the uh, they stop uh, or once they finish the uh, binge uh, behavior they try to do uh, things in order to compensate for that binge and here people will try to uh, either uh, force force, uh, themselves to vomit or they fast or they use laxatives or diuretics and they can also uh, engage in excessive exercising. However, unlike anorexia, people with uh, bulimia tend to have a normal body weight. The third one that is uh, now probably considered the most common eating disorder, especially in the United States, is called binge eating disorder. And binge eating disorder, again, develops in adolescence and early adulthood. However, it might develop later uh, during your life. And the binge eating disorder really resembles a lot uh, bulimia where people engage in binge eating and also they do not have control on how much they're eating and they cannot stop themselves unless they are extremely full and it starts hurting them. But to the difference with with, uh, bulimia, binge eating uh, disorder people do not uh, have any uh, protective mechanism where they start uh, vomiting or fasting or exercising in order to burn off the calories that they took. So instead they just binge and they don't do anything about it. And that's why these people most, pro- most commonly are obese and because of their obesity, they start having heart problems, strokes and type two diabetes. The fourth one that I would like to uh, mention quickly is called pica. And Pika, in fact, is an eating disorder that involves eating things that are not considered food. So individuals with Pika, they crave non-food substances such as ice, dirt, soil, uh, soap, paper, wool, laundry detergent. So really anything that you will not consider as food, they start craving that. And pica can occur in adults uh, as well as in children and adolescents. Now, in addition to uh, developing in children and adolescents, Uh, interestingly, Pika can develop in pregnant women and pregnant women, they can start craving things that are uh, non-food substances. Now if they are craving, uh, let's say ice, that's not a problem. However, if someone has Pika and they are craving, let's say laundry detergent or soap or uh, any other a substance that can be poisonous, that can really become a major problem. And that's why Pika has to be looked at very seriously and treated if it's present. And the fifth one that I will uh, discuss today is rumination disorder. So rumination disorder is a fairly new uh, eating disorder that has been uh, described. And people with that uh, disorder tend to regurgitate the food that they have previously chewed and swallowed so they bring it back up to their mouth they chew it again and they re-swallow it or they will even uh, spit it out and this rumination typically occurs within the first 30 minutes after a meal and it has been described in the media as the cow eating disorder because you know it's the same behavior as a cow uh, would do now, uh, rumination eating disorder can develop in infancy, so uh, babies that are between the ages of three months to 12 months can have it, but uh, luckily it tends to disappear on its own. Now, if it continues and a child is still having that, especially now if they are three years old, four years old, then it is important to seek psychological help because the, the child will have uh, weight loss and severe malnutrition if this is not treated. And if adults have it, uh, because they are ashamed of their behavior, they tend to eat on their own, so they will not eat in public. And also they will start restricting their food in order not to have this behavior. So that's why they can also lose weight and become uh, malnourished. For the sake of time, I will not uh, cover the other uh, eating disorders, but these five were really the most common ones. If you or a loved one have an eating disorder, it is really important to seek psychological help because these conditions are treatable and if they are not treated and if they become severe, you can really have severe medical consequences on your body and on your mental health. With that, I would like to thank you for listening and please tune in every Tuesday and Friday at the same time for more mental health information. And always remember, there is no health without mental health. That was Mind Matters with George.